Can you promote the podcast? Are you paying to sip? I will. I'll stand up and do like a 10-minute diatribe about <laughs> Chip Lunch the terrible, podcast. The yeah. terrible words. Don't ever go on and there with those two annoying males. <laughs> Diversity for the win. <laughs> You want to do a clap for us oh, in, front of the yep. in front of the microphone? Oh, in front of the microphone. Three, two, one. Ah, she's on. She's on. Ready to go? Yeah. There's nothing that's off limits. Nothing that's okay. off limits. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Let it rip. Yeah. Tell all, let it rip, it's the Chip Lunch Podcast, and welcome everybody back to where we talk about being Christians, uh, especially people at Sorrow Revival Church, which is really exciting. And um, I'm joined by my usual, or one of the usual co-hosts, Brayden, <laughs> when he decides <laughs> to be on. Where you were going I'm just, I'm just like usual. the constant these days. Just oh. the usual, wow. Wow, okay. So don't say anything, I haven't introduced you oh, yet. Well, that's <laughs> that's, not, what I say to all that's not my brand, well, I guess. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so on brand, so being so on brand, yes. Nikki, how are you? I'm great. Yes. I'm out of the house and seeing people's faces in person. It's fabulous. Excellent. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah. You're, you're the people's faces in your family don't count? Well, you know what? <laughs> Not after, you know, 27 years of being in lockdown. Like, it, <laughs> it, 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 it was a lot, you Is know? Is that what you describe your family life mm. as? It's been 27 years. It Not feels th- like it. Sometimes it feels like it was no time at all. And then yeah. other times it's like, Oh, can you stop with the chewing? Just like for a moment. Just, just. But yeah. But they're great. I love them all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, it was a long lockdown. um, But it was, yeah, it was fine. But yeah, Mm. getting back out and seeing people and, you know. Speaking of chewing. Speaking of chewing. We always like to ask questions. Braden, you want to ask a question? Yeah, ask the question. Oh, but normally you say Ask the question. Do I ask it? live up to this. Okay. Ask the question. Uh, Nikki. Yes. Um. How do you take your chips? This is a great question. Oh, thank you. And it really, so it's a two-parter for me. (laughs) So what I like to do is to ask for the chips to be um, extra crispy. So Mm. I really want that golden, like crunchy hue. Like, you know, the little off-cutty bit. I want that to be like really crunchy. You're like, leave it in the fryer for extra three minutes, please. Please, please. extra crispy. And then I like, not a light dusting, but a heavy, heavy snowstorm of um, chicken salt. Yes. Oh. Mark another one this up for the good guys. This is a battle on the Chip Lunch podcast that between plain salt and chicken oh, salt. No, chicken. Chicken. Because yeah. you've got to have a bit of sweet in that saltiness. No, 100%. Why is it called chicken salt? It does, it's nothing to do it's with chicken. chicken salt. It's got well, chicken stock in it. That's I don't know. It's got chicken stock in it, has it? Yeah, it has. Oh. But also, like, there are, like, like, seafood sticks don't have, like, Seafood, they have a ma- mishmash. Like seafood yeah. isn't a thing. You yeah, know, and then you go to a battered zav. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that, fun story, my dad yeah. went to England and he taught the English how to make battered zavs because I didn't know what it was and he yeah. was like, but that's what I want, so let me teach you. Get that frankfurt, get that batter and let's put it together. <laughs> At like a fish and chip shop? Yeah. <laughs> let me show you, that's, let me show you. That's the Bob Watts story. Anyway, that's yeah, right. we're not about him, um, but it probably will be. Um, and then so I have the, the – so this the snowstorm of – and then, you know what, I, and it depends on the mood. I, mm. I do love a um, – like a separate um, mm. vestibule of barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. And then it's just a real balancing of sometimes you need to 
you know, like tap the the salt. You need to like just yeah, it's a yeah. it's a yeah a balance. Tap, so that's tap the salt. Well, if they've if the snowstorm's gone blizzard, <laughs> you, you you do sometimes need to just do a little tap, a little ashing. I was going to say, not that I'm a smoker, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but people don't even know how to smoke anymore. It's all about vaping. Yeah, but, sorry um, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I look at how you like you're a smoker, but you complain that people don't know how to smoke people anymore. Don't know how to smoke anymore? <laughs> Says me. Who uh, here's a fun story. When I left home, my act of rebellion i remember consciously 18 went to university in bathurst i was like i am going to take up smoking wow really i just i, I was just like this is what i'm gonna do yeah and i bought a pack of cigarettes and when i and i don't know how many cigarettes are in a packet let's say there's is 20, it 24 or something? something like that 24 or 25 yeah um i think when i left university at the end of that year there were 23 in the packet <laughs> <laughs> like i just it just wasn't i wasn't even good at and committing. they're all covered in the phlegm after you coughed up <laughs> your lung from <laughs> smoking the first I just, one and i was just did that it's really like Looking cool, cool. yeah yeah. <laughs> so that's anyway. Yeah. What's the next question? <laughs> I've gone way well, off. We only have one more question left, okay. which is: Yes. How did you become a Christian? This is a great question, um, and Thank I've you. been thinking about it. I'm, I'm assuming I'm the only person you've asked. So yeah. thanks. Yeah. thanks for helping. This is me. what this is episode 19, 20. Okay. I well, just like me. Just I think nineteen. So this we have number twenty two. Twenty twenty. Twenty. I was going to say, two, yeah. was it The 22? peanut gallery over there was still Two ducks, yeah. two ducks walking. Two, yeah. <laughs> the, the bingo bingo. thing. <laughs> um, so. 22, two little ducks. Yeah, two little ducks, that's it, right. Um, so from bingo to Christianity, yes. it's, a, it's a really easy leap. Yeah. Um, did you win? Far of a job. You, know, you, win, you won the lottery? I did. Mm-hmm. I won the I won the Lord lottery. Um, <laughs> so when I was at the end of year seven, I had a wonderful friend um, who I'm still friends with. Her name's Jody, mm. And she was like, hey, do you want to come on a camp with me? It's going to be really fun. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was down at Jaroa and I was like, yeah, great. Fabulous. <laughs> and yeah. then like, I remember just like two weeks before we went, she's like, oh, and you have to pack a Bible. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, what do you, what? Uh? Yeah. Um, and so, um, that is really how I was, I mean, uh, you know, I was that kid in, I mean, it'll shock you to know, I was that kid in strict scripture that was like, you know, really ratty and asked all the, what I thought were hard questions, but I'm sure like, (laughs) you know. Oh, give us one, come on. Oh, like, um, well, here's the thing that really, and, and I'm sure she was a wonderful lady. And when you're like nine, you don't really understand what it is to be elderly <laughs> but she told but the scripture teacher told us a, a story about how she had forgotten to take the plastic off the cheese and then she'd made a grilled cheese sandwich and i was like i don't know if i can trust a woman that doesn't know how to take plastic off cheese doesn't know how to make a with sandwich my salvation i don't know <laughs> do you know like i, I just remember coming like a, it really kind of undercut her message for oh. me i know that's terrible and the lord can work through anything even Plastic cheese. Mm, yeah. So, anyway, um, I digress. Did she eat? I wonder if she ate it. That's why she was maybe telling Did she take a bite out of it? Is that I, when she realised? Like, like, I want to say she did because that makes the or story Or did she funnier. go to cut it? I think mm. she went to cut But surely it would, like... I can't imagine an elderly lady not cutting the sandwich. And when I say elderly, like, you know yeah, when you're Yeah, seven, you're nine. She was probably... She was probably, 30. like, 34 <laughs> and, like, living a best life. I don't think she was. She did. She, in my mind, she was older, but I just remember going... I'm 
I'm not going to listen to you. You don't even know how to make toasted cheese. <laughs> so I was that kid. I was yeah, that yeah, annoying yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I went to camp and it was just this whole different world to me. And, um, and then I guess there was a part of me that made a commitment to be a Christian. But then I feel like, and I don't know if other people have said this, I feel like there was like a real recommitment. Um, And I was really lucky. I had a really um, great group of Christian friends at school. And there were times when I'd be like, am I I doing this because I believe or am I doing it because everyone else is? And so when (laughs) I'm just... Keep in mind, I told the cigarette story. <laughs> but there was a real, when I went to Bathurst and I was completely on my own, that yeah. I went, yeah, no, I think this is, you know, this isn't just a thing that I do with my friends. Like, yeah, um, yeah that I'm a Christian and, um, yeah, to navigate that. But, you know, my teen years were, I don't want to say difficult. I don't know anyone that had easy teen years. I think they're lying if they say... They are. Well, they were the cool people at school, if that was the case sometimes. But then they've always got their own thing anyway, right? The cool people, yeah, exactly. They always do. And so, like, for me, um, like, I don't want to sound like a sob story, but my parents separated and, uh, like, like I had challenges. And I feel like I I would often say that making that commitment at the end of year seven was really um, God looking after me for the years that were to come because there were some difficult there were some tough ones and um you know he gifted me with an amazing family with my mum and dad who I you know love and adore um but gave me really great um Christian family and brothers and I'm an only child so Mm. um to have that love and support and just a place I I knew you were going to ask this question so um I have been thinking about it and so with what was happening when I was younger, I did have to grow up very quickly and make adult decisions and things. And um, But really church and youth group and really gave me a place where I could be a kid and not I just didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. And so it was a real kind of safe haven. And it's why um, I'm so passionate about youth ministry. I think it just gives um, kids such a safe place to be Um, Mm. and I think now more so um, than when I was a kid like there are less and less safe places to be yourself and so I think that's one of the gifts that being a Christian has given me is to be myself Um, yeah so that when you first went to this camp what were your first thoughts though when you went to that camp with your friend um, that everyone was just kind of normal. I, I just... You thought it was going to be different because you had to take a Bible. Yeah, and mm. I think, you know, I thought we were all going to eat toasted cheese with the plastic <laughs> on. Like, I think you do just kind of have this preconceived idea yeah. of, you know. And, I and again, you know, I relate it back to what my kids, uh, you know, so I, I have, for those of you who don't know me, and why don't you? <laughs> I don't have that confidence. I don't know why I said that. I'm so sorry. Um, I have three children, Luca, Tara, and Alana. Um, and your husband, Paul. And my husband, Paul, <laughs> or, or as he is also known, Cuz. Cuzzy. Cuzzy. Um, and I've totally forgotten what I was saying about that. 
um, what would, what was did you say? You're coming to the going to the camp. Going to the camp. Oh yeah. So the preconceived notion about Christians being buttoned up and this and that and oh, you know yeah. brown cardigans and the, whereas I feel like um, what's great about here and the youth here is that that, that just that notion doesn't exist that mm. you know and my f- my best friend um, we used to p- play a game which is like you'd be out and you'd see a group of people <laughs> and and they'd have nothing in common and you go that's a youth group outing. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, that's a group of Christians. Because yeah, there's this one thing that's common, which is Jesus. Right? Yeah, and it's that one thing that's unseen. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I kind of was was wary, but then I just had so much fun and there was just so much, like the people were really genuine and really genuinely like cared about you. And I don't know, I just, there was something about it and it just... Uh, you know like it it resonated with me and yeah I mean I think we all well for I'll speak for myself can't speak for anyone else we intrinsically know there's more yeah that's the thing that I feel like when like even before I became a Christian yeah yeah and yeah so then when someone goes yeah and it's this it kind of it just it makes sense in the it I, I feel like the the thing that makes sense is that um, that we are God, we are God's children and that you know that we need to come back to Him and and um, you know that we've done things to you know like sin and things like that and so when we're reconciled with Him there is a kind of sense of like oh okay yep. and so that's very that part is very simple but then like when you throw a rock in a pond it's then how to how do you then navigate that in the rest of your life that I think is maybe where the, the challenges lie? Well, it, it, it did for me anyway. Like, it took, like uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was no, like, angel, uh, you know, I'm still... Who is. Who is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are who you are. You're just saved. And so it was just navigating that through those years. And I was just really fortunate that the times where I was like, oh, I don't think this is for me, that I just had really great leaders and great friends and people that just, like, loved me. Mm. Um, and whether that was, like, rebuking me or, like, whatever it was, yeah, they just, they just loved me and got me through it. That's cool. Yeah. You said that, like, and you started going to youth group from from that youth seven camp. Did you start going? To yeah, church? I I went sporadically. I didn't I didn't go often because um, it was just a scheduling thing. So as I said before, my parents separated, and I joined scouting, and my dad was the scout leader, and so that was the one opportunity a week I got to see him. Not because it was a messy divorce. It was just that. My dad's a bad time management. <laughs> so, like, 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 I'm not even kidding. Like, one time, uh, so as I said before, I'm an only child. He was 24 hours late picking me up. Like, there's only <laughs> one child to remember, and I'm pretty unforgettable. But like, so, so I kind of prioritize that. But I would always, I would always go to the camp, mm. and I'd all, and I'd always go to church. But youth group, not so much. And again, you know, I had people that would come and pick me up and take me to church, and you know. I wouldn't be where I am today without those those small things that you kind of go, oh, it's just a lift, but, it, you know, it, yeah. it kept me in a regular 
um, church attendance and fellowship and yeah. And that comes like the basis of that comes from love, like basically knowing that you're loved by God. Yeah. Is a really cool thing. And the other thing, so, and also I'm not going to lie and I feel like it's still the same, but it was also a bit about boys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Flirting and converting. Um. <laughs> Not that I flirted or converted anybody. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a red hot go. I really did it, but I just remember just the lift thing reminded me and I will I will make sure that my friend um, Jody and Alison watch this, but one of the leaders had a Suzuki Vitara and we oh. were so obsessed. And oh, so really? he would pick me up often and I'd be like yeah, no, I, I came in the Vitara, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 14-year-old like Nikki's got yeah. game. Like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. Suzuki Vitara, though. Like, oh, why, we why were that? obsessed with the Suzuki Vitara. Well, mainly um, the person who was driving it, Stuart Hanna. Um, so, anyway, oh, that okay. was yeah, fun. So, yeah, so there was a little bit about the boys, too. Okay. So. And so what about, like, you were saying you are going to youth group through high school but like high school was pretty difficult do you want to just tell us more about that yeah i guess um as i said you know my my parents separated and um i was you know the um only child and so there were a lot of times where and my mum and i are incredibly close and we joke about it all the time like I raised her as opposed to she <laughs> raising me. Yeah. And I, you know what I, I actually really think is that we raised each other. Mm. And so, you know, it was – I just remember always being different because my parents were younger than a lot of parents. They were one of the first people to, di- like, to di- like separate mm. or divorce. And, and so it was just really uncharted territory and there were times where – my mum wasn't well and, you know, I don't want to paint a terrible piece. Like, there were times that it was, like, hard, but I always knew I, they loved me um, and were doing the best they could, but just, you know, some days were... But even, like, it's a formative time and, like, yeah. you like you said, you're an only child and then your parents separate. Like, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on for you just yeah. to navigate. Yeah, yeah, and just... And you also just want, like, want to be the cool kid and want to be Be in well the Vitara. Yeah, be in the Vitara. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the hyper-collar t-shirt. Yeah, I'm old. Is that why you called your daughter Tara? <laughs> no. I'm going to start calling her Vitara. But, but here's the funny part, right? So, spoiler alert, I'm married. Um, sorry. Um, and so, <laughs> I don't know why love, I said that. the apology. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys, if anyone um, was so interested. So, cuz, my husband, we grew up in the same church, but we didn't grow up in the same circle. So, he's significantly yeah. older than me. Not really. He's like <laughs> four years older than me. But when you're a teenager, like that's... Yeah, that looks that's way older. So, yeah. a lot of his friends were the people that... Vitara lads. Vitara lads. And so, that <laughs> yeah. me and my friends would have crashes on. And so, we got together. We've been married a significant amount of time. I even think I'd had Alana. So, like... That was 12 years ago. And so, Cuz was like, oh, we're going to have a reunion. Sorry. We're going to have a reunion of, yeah. like, the Gridiron guys. Oh, they're all going to come Gridiron, over. Yeah, he, he played Gridiron, yeah. He's like, we're going to have a reunion of the Gridiron guys. And they're going to come over. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, who's coming over? And he listed <laughs> off the names. And I was like, oh, um, can I ring Jody? And he's like, what? And I was like, I just, I need to, I need to call Jody. <laughs> He's like, who? Like, I'm not joking. My whole voice and like, it was like, 
like 30 something year old Nikki left the building and 14 year old Nikki was like, I can't believe they're coming over to my house. Like, I was like, what is wrong with me? Are they coming in a Vatara? And and so I was like, I texted Jody. I was like, dear 14 year old Jody, this is 14 year old Nikki. Guess who's coming to my house? She's, she's like, because we like, again, I just remember at this camp. So just no, I've always been me. Like I've yeah. always, so, and this story will demonstrate because you know how like I'm crazy and do crazy things because it's funny and I'm not going to go on a podcast and say a woman's crazy. <laughs> oh well, you know, like <laughs> zany. Sorry, oh, crazy. Okay. Zany. Zany's good. Zany. I like okay, zany. You can say zany. Okay, yeah. so zany things. So, and I also just don't have a high tolerance of like like fluffing around. Like just if you want something. Do it, or if you need something, ask for it. Like none of this. Like oh, I don't. Mm. So we're at camp, and my fr- I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, what year were you in first of all? I feel like I was in year eight. Okay, okay. So like fourteen. Yeah. Peak, peak Nikki, <laughs> peak Nikki, if that's even possible. And so my friend Jody wanted a picture of one of the leaders, and she was like, oh, and so they've been and and. Kids, okay. back in the time, this is when cameras had film in it. So it was a yeah. real commitment to like, you had to go to the pharmacy. You had to, yeah. like, it was a whole yeah. thing. Get to it get developed. A, get it developed. Anyway. So she's like, I go, right, fine. What? Who is it? Right. That guy? Okay. I just like literally went up and went, um, can I please get a photo of you? And he was like, what? And I was like, I just, <laughs> for my friend, I just need to get a photo of you. But the brilliant thing is he's just standing there, but I'm in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like you better take that photo. I feel like my hands on my hips, like um, yeah. So I've always, I've always been me, and that silly kind of like. How much of your family situation has shaped that? Do you think? Like, because you always got your personality right, but then your experience and your upbringing always like shapes that too. Yeah. So I feel like part of it is being an only child Mm. and so when I was four we went around Australia for six months Mm. um and so I just had to make friends so we'd we'd roll up at a caravan park and I I just you know otherwise I'd be that sad lonely kid yeah um so I feel like that really shaped who I was who I am um and then I really, and it's really sad, like, I just think it's just, like, the laughing clown, you know, like, if you're making other people laugh, then people can't see that you're sad or that that stuff's going on. And so there's probably, like, an element of that. And then I distinctly remember when I was, like, 16 and, again, shocking to know was in public speaking competition. (laughs) Another, oh, this is another fun boy story. I'll tell you after after this. So, and I said this. I did this outrageous speech again, shocking. And on um, what was the topic? Um, the topic was why parents were embarrassing. Oh, okay. okay. And I I remember like there was a line in it about pads and tampons, and like it just shocked everybody that I would use such words. Like, really? So wow. stupid. Yeah. Whereas now, if I did it, it'd be like menstrual cups and whatever else is and period <laughs> underwear. I don't know. Like. <laughs> So, um, anyway, and so... Brandon's looking very uncomfortable. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's 
part of life. It is part of life. You need to it's just... It's natural bodily function. It's natural. We, yeah, we have period parties at our house <coughs> where we have read... Just do a, I, like, I just... The, is, is this the stolen air. from Bert Kreischer? He's a stand-up yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, we had everything, all the food, red velvet cupcakes. I highly <laughs> recommend. And what was great was... I'm, I'm not going to like... Anyway, and so we can't wait for the next one. It's great. Um, anyway, sorry, I digress. So, and they said to my mum, she will lose that. She'll become more reserved. She'll lose that kind of like not caring about what people think. And mm. I just never have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just kind of heard it and went, ah, yeah, I don't think so. This and look, works for me. Yeah. And I must admit, like the being funny thing, I, I think I used to be a lot... Um, like more putting people, I'm, I'm a lot more conscious of like yeah. not being cruel um, with with the humour of, uh, there's, you know, like amongst friends and stuff. I, I'd like to think I'm not cruel. I'm, I'm probably just like really truthful maybe. I don't know. But um, I remember again, like um, a Christian friend said, yeah, that's not okay. And I was like, but it's funny. And they're like, mm, I don't know. Like if that's how you're going to make people laugh, like is that really do you want to be cruel? And I was like, you know, and I, I make the joke, like I'll always take, you know, funny over, is it funny over kind? Which it's actually not true. It's the opposite, like, but that's just a funny joke, which is why I say it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, sorry, you were saying, yeah, look, I certainly felt very alone and, yeah, there were times that it was, I just didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I just didn't know what was going to happen with my mom. Mm. Um, Did you kind of create that persona to, um, <coughs> like, make you feel less lonely, you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Mm. And just um, that classic thing of, like, if you make them laugh or you make the joke about you, then... People will want to be around you. Yeah, and that you're the first one to make it so they can't make it. So, you know, like... Um. Yeah, it's just about just yeah. It was it's it was really that love. I mean, it's so sad in the cliche of it all, but it's just that. I don't think it's sad. La- laughing clown. Well, the you know everyone likes to think they're you know special, a special snowflake. <laughs> but really, I you know, and and I'm really fortunate that my trauma response was to be funny and yeah, not. Yeah, that's yeah. better than sometimes. Yeah. There can yeah. be a lot more. Insidious and destructive, yeah. yeah. Um, and I certainly think, like, um, you know, had it gone other ways, then it, it could have been, you know. I was I, I was making a joke about something, like people were talking about drugs. I was like, oh, no, I never did that. Food was mine. I just, like, <laughs> eat. Like, and that's – but that's that, yeah. that was, you know, that and being funny were, were my coping mechanisms. Yeah. And I'm grateful yeah. – that it wasn't anything else because yeah. who knows? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I really think, just bringing it back to being a Christian, I think what helped being a Christian was putting it into the perspective of that. I find, I find one of the greatest gifts of being a Christian, other than being saved, obviously, is that eternal perspective. Yeah. Yep. And, that, and that being like... This might hurt now, but it's going to be okay. And I've got you. And I and I can see, in in really like low times in my life, um, that that God's just looked after me. 
But it was like you would never, you wouldn't, like, once you became a Christian, it's like, and it would have developed, but you would, like, I don't have to be lonely ever again. Yeah, and just, uh, I think that gave me real peace and a real understanding that, that this is, that this is going to be okay. Like, it's hard, but it's going to be okay. And, you know, my mum's going to be okay and my dad's going to be okay and, and I'm going to be okay and, and we all are. So I'm, you know, very thankful and not even just – I'm obviously thankful that it, that God did that for me but that he also looked after me during, while you're in it. And yeah. that and that, for me it's that perspective mm-hmm. piece and like not to get too big about no, – you know the word but like that then shapes how your relationships are formed. So yeah, like, absolutely. you know, like um, navigating – marriage was – could have been difficult but the fact that – cousin I are Christian and and that we had that base together it was you know like when we did have challenges you know like we we had the same the same playbook of Mm. how to it's like a flaw that you can't go below sometimes like it's possible but knowing that you have Jesus as your foundation you know you can no matter how difficult it might get or how bad it might get you're like I'm not going past like below what the the hope that Jesus gives me Yeah. yeah And, and I think it's when times when, you know, like, you're like, oh, this is too much. You, you know that, that Jesus and th- that, you'll, you, that you're protected and that you can, you know, be, you'll be okay, mm. whatever that okay looks like. And I think maybe that's, maybe that's one of the things that my adolescence taught me is that y- you're always okay. It's just that okay looks different. Yeah. Is there a particular point where, like you were saying, that you you struggled sometimes with loneliness being an only child and different things going on with your family, but then like a moment where you maybe realised, actually, I'm not alone? Was there a, like a, a, a turning point where you, you realised that? Not that I can think of, but I'll think about it. Mm. I just had really solid friendships and I had... Cool. Yeah, and so my friend Jody. Um, as I said, who's still, you know, a great friend. Um, and that's, I think, one of, and, and my friend Alison, who I will tell you out of the two of us, I'm the quiet one. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that and everyone's like, what? I go, yeah, I'm the quiet one. So just just know that. I like, can't imagine you two together. Oh my uh, gosh. Well, this is the thing. People would be like, oh, you two together. When it's just the two of us, we're actually very quiet and reflective and just, you know. Um, although the last time we went out together, it was just before lockdown, we were at a bar and um, I went to the toilet and came back and she's like, right, we're going to do a runner. I will note that she is a minister's wife. And I go, what? <laughs> she goes, well, get, quick, let's go. Then the back's turned, let's go. And I'm like, I'm in boots, mate. I can't run. <laughs> I love it how the first thing is about boots, not about <laughs> this is the wrong thing to do. Well, I kind of like was trying to – anyway, she, she'd obviously – Paid the bill was in the <laughs> toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, we can't do that. So, like, oh, oh, I keep hitting that thing. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so I feel like um, I I feel like I would often feel alone in my situation, but never lonely. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm alone, but not lonely. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's a gift. Yeah. Well, you like you can be like on your own somewhere, and you're alone, but you know that you don't. But you don't feel lonely. Yeah. Like no one's going to be there for you. Yeah, yeah. I've mm. always, I've always known there'd be people there for yeah, me. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, were your your parents weren't Christian? 
No. How did they find the whole going to church thing? Or yeah. Yeah. So, you. I mean, the, the easy answer is you'd have to ask them. But yeah. I, I do sort of know. Um, my mum was um, happy that, you know, like it wasn't like I was roaming the streets or anything. <laughs> my dad was a bit more like cautious about like what was happening and mm. um and stuff and and my mum was like well you know you're not here so you didn't get to decide <laughs> i shouldn't say that but that was prob- probably what she said and she just said she could be doing worse things like yeah. you know they're good people she checked them out like yeah you know so um you know i wasn't drinking i wasn't swearing like do you know what yeah. i mean like it's you know um but i do i, I often think about that now as you know, my kids invite non-Christian. I go, oh, you know, and even the kids went to a Christian preschool and yeah. we, we at Easter we'd have a, you know, instead of an Easter hat parade, they'd, they'd tell the Jesus story and I'd be like, what do, what do you guys think about this? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. I find that really interesting about, um, and I guess because I don't have that experience. But, yeah, they were, um, they were supportive I think my mum was a bit freaked out when I, like, decided to get married at 22. Mm. Um, but I think that was a bit because that's what she had done. Ah, okay, yeah. But, again, you'd have to talk to her about that. That was a, that was a different kind of navig- navigating that. Yeah. Um, I always say that's the most rebellious thing I ever did was get married <laughs> at 22. Well, we. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they were okay with it. And, and you know... Um, we very much used our, like, when we had our wedding, um, yeah. we had um, a, a gospel sermon. When the kids got baptised, although Alana hasn't, and that's that's a bit of an issue. But, we'll um, get there. Yeah, we'll <laughs> number three, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, she Well, she's going to get dunked in the river at Easter. Oh, Spoiler alert. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's something we do at Sorrow Bible Church for anyone. Yeah, sorry. No, we just don't take we <laughs> Yeah, we go down to a place called Swallow Rock <laughs> and we do baptisms yeah. on Easter. I made it just sound like we, like, push her off a cliff yeah. or something. We're like, you're saved. <laughs> 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 no, you're no, not. That's, <laughs> fine now. that's not what we do. Luckily, so, you're yeah. saved. We're killing you now. So, yeah, so we've, you know, tried to make it as a – I was, you know, like I'm the the Christian representative of the family. So, yeah. like, if ever there's a crisis, I get called to pray and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. so, I just remember this is it is a funny story, but it's not going to sound like a funny story. So, when my um, grandmother, it's my grandmother, very sick, and she passed away, and I, I never like Luca was a baby, mm. and I was with another mum who is I'm still very good friends with, but we were still just kind of getting to know each other and. Or, we were down at Cronulla and she's like, how's your nan? And I was like, oh, I think she's getting better. And I'm so, I'm, I'm so clueless with that stuff. And then we were at the cafe and my mum rang and she said, your nan's passed away. And, and I just went, oh. And I literally, I'd known this woman two weeks mm. and went, you have to take, here's the car seat. You take Luca, like I'll be back. And I just kept saying to her, I can't see her. I can't see her. And, then, and she's like, yeah, you just do what you like and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so I got there and the whole family's there and they have a chapel. She was at um, Calvary. Yep. So why I thought she was going to get – like, again, I'm just clueless. Yeah. With, so Calvary is a palliative care hospital. And yeah. um, one of my last memories of my nan was 
<laughs> they have like a wine truck that goes, not truck, trolley that goes <laughs> around like for truck. all. Wow. <laughs> for, and it's donated by the RSL. And so I just remember my nan, who was this very beautiful, regal woman. And they were like, Doris, now would you like, the, would you like, yeah, Doris, Doris, would you like to um, have a sip of wine with the morphine? And she's like, yes, I will. And I was like, <laughs> now that is a way to go. Yeah. Like, just, wine, morphine. That's and right. Just living a best life. Yeah. And so we got there and the chaplain was there and. And so she was like, um, now we're just going to go in and say our final goodbyes to Doris now. Um, would anyone like to to pray for her? And I looked around and I was like... Oh. <laughs> 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 the only one. And I'm like, well, I can't really let anyone else do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just... And I remember going... And, and I'm really glad I did, you know. And my yeah. aunt was there and... Yeah, so it's funny. Amazing witness, by the way, Nikki. Yeah. <sighs> like, is anyone else a Christian there? No. Yeah. I know, but I, I didn't feel it at the time. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just kind of, and then this was, again, look, I have, you've, you know me, like a, a funny sense of humour, but then, because I'd gone from I'm not going in that room to being in that room and yeah. then of all the people who was there, the guy said to me, um, can you just stay back and help pack up your grandmother's things? I was like, oh. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here, yeah. but sure. Because <laughs> I'm me and just being yeah. really polite and just like, anyway. And then we, anyway, so that's, that's the family story. So they know and, you know, they're respectful and, you know, um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard sometimes yeah. when you think about the eternal consequences of a non-Christian family. It's, yeah. um, mm. it's tough. My, I remember my grandfather was pass, passing away and he was in the palliative care and I went and visited him and he's like, Oh, I know you're a praying man. <laughs> yeah, I am actually. He's like, can you just send a few ones up to the big man for me? I'm like, yeah. And then like, I just said, do you want me to pray for you now, Grandpa? And he's like, oh, okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know I had to be in the room. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, I also remember, sorry, just on that, because one of the things, sorry, we've gone really deep. We've gone all around. So what are we doing, Chip Lunch? Um, <laughs> But it's a strange thing when someone's dying to know what to say. And mm. I just, that was the thing I really struggled with because it was like, and I'm just the person's like, you'll be right, yeah. you'll be fine. And I was like, yeah. And I, I remember one of my aunt's friends sent a card and said, and it was one, and you talk about witnessing. And it was like, you know, dear Doris, thinking of you. She, and they said, you know, sometimes when, when I'm, I can't even remember what it was, like troubled times or, you know, mm. in times of struggle, whatever it was. This verse brings me comfort. And it was John 3.16. And I was like, and that's how you witness. Like it was just, it wasn't, it just was what it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's a tangent. No, that's a cool that we, story. But, no, that's um, cool. Yeah, but I've always remembered that and tried to, um, I, I think the term people use now is, Give space. We heard that term. Really try to give it space. <laughs> so I, I now try to give people space in whatever they're going through to just be like, yeah, you know, talk, don't talk. I'll send funny memes or I'll do this yeah. or I'll do, you know, like I know what I bring to a situation, which is humour. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I know people who are going through and I go, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm not going to – you can tell me what's happening but, you know, like you don't – I'll send you a funny TikTok or a funny meme or every couple of days. Yeah. And that's, anyway, that's again t tangent. Ask me a question. Cool. Um, 
Wow, all my questions just left my head. But anyway, okay. So um, I've got one if you want. Yeah, I've got one. Okay. You briefly touched on marriage there. Yes. Marriage at 22. Yes. How did you meet Cuz? <laughs> do you really want to know this story? Well, he oh, do, I? do I? Do I? Suzuki. He, he not a Vitara. Dri- no, he didn't drive a Suzuki. Suzuki Jimny. <laughs> no, I don't even know what his first car was, really. So we, interestingly, um, I'm just thinking of the story. Um, uh, we, as I said, we went to the same church, but we were yeah. in different groups of friends. Um, and for other reasons, I was like, I, I don't think that we would get along. So I just kind of kept my distance. And then my friend, Alison, who I was talking to before, about before, she started dating him. And this is why when you asked the question, <laughs> you didn't realise this was going to be the answer. And, and so um, that's how, like we met kind of but as I said we kind of knew each other and then um they broke up and Alison was like you know what I feel like you guys would be like wow really wow. good together that's a good friend hey? <laughs> and I was like I don't know and I said I would never do that she's like yeah but I just feel like I feel like you guys would be um good together and so that's we went wow. we went on a date. I'll never forget it. I had again tried like just really doled up and tried to look nice. And then as I was walking You from did look nice. Let's no, no, try. Wait. You did. As I'm walking to to meet him, it starts pouring. Oh. <laughs> and like drowned right Nikki. <laughs> He's always very attractive. <laughs> like so and then we went to I can't remember, it used to be See, you're both too young, but it was like a Christian. It was on, on like a Saturday night about, and it was like a you'd go and there'd be a talk, but it would, was out at Homebush. It was like a, anyway. So we we went there. That was like our first date. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So that's how we met. Oh. We met through my best friend. It's always a great story. <laughs> People go, oh, I go, yeah, we're still friends. And she yeah, was well, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. She's yeah. like, I think you should date him. Yeah. Like, I don't think many friends would do that. They'd be, like, no. angry and jealous and annoyed <laughs> if you did that. No, she was... Especially yeah. if you were the, ne- the next cab off the rank. I really thing. was. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which just probably makes it a little bit better. Yeah, mm. but, um, yeah, and then there was a part of me, like, so <clears throat> I had no plans to um, be married or, like, have ki- like a, that, you know yeah. how some people plan a life? Yeah. I never really planned a life. Um, it all just kind of happened and so – but I do remember going, oh, yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be an important relationship. So, yeah, that's how we met. And how do we stay together? I don't know. <laughs> well, we talked about Jesus. Yeah, well, that's right. We're very forgiving and um, and loving of each other and I don't know, he makes – he makes me laugh. He also really I, – I often will say, he's a great man with many fine qualities. <laughs> and then I just am like, oh, but can you work a remote? Can't work a remote. <laughs> just work a – you know what? When you want to watch the start of a show that we're taping, don't rewind it. Just go into the library, select the th- – like it's things like – and again, in the overall scheme of things, you go, if that's the worst thing I have to complain about yeah. about my marriage – I'm okay. Mm. And also, you go back to the Jesus thing. It, you know you're not perfect. So, mm. I kind of go, well, I'm not going to yell about, you know, 
not taking the coffee cup in. That's not I, – I just don't know why I thought said that because he doesn't even drink coffee. <laughs> when I'm not bringing my own coffee cups in, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like there's a kind of leveller and uh, um, in that acknowledgement of being sinful and um, – Like your brokenness. Yeah, the, in, in that brokenness there's a real um, accepting of other people's brokenness. Um, and I think I think maybe that's one of our strengths is that we, I think in some ways, love the broken parts of each other more. And now that sounds weird, but do you know what I mean? Like, or we support the broken parts to make it ourselves whole in each other. So, like, I know that there are things that are hard for him and vice versa, and so we just either, you know, try and protect and, you know, like, so for example, his thing is talking in front of people. He's very scared of it. So the greatest gift he gave me on our wedding day was to stand up in front of everybody and say his vows. Mm. That was just the greatest thing because it was just like I didn't think that that would happen. And now he gives presentations and, you know, couldn't be prouder of him because Mm. he's kind of – I've seen that growth. Nothing to do with me, unfortunately. I'd love to say that I <laughs> sit at home and he's, he's not going to listen to my critiques. Yeah, so you attention to my training. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like the other day, I was doing a thing for work. I had to do like a big presentation to the whole company. And he, I said, how do I look? And he's like, yeah, like great, good hair. and uh, Your makeup's a bit, your lipstick's a bit thing. And I went, you know what? Do you know when you stop? At the, you look great. Like just, <laughs> I go, I love everything until the, yeah, lip. I go, you know what? I didn't need, he's like, yeah, but I go, no, I know. But just for future reference, just stop there. Because that was great. Everything up until there, like after there, not so great. But just stop there. Yeah, I'd just be like, why would you ask a question then? <laughs> well, because I wanted to know because I was about to have this like thing in front of the CEO of the company. And I was like, I just didn't want to look like an idiot even though that was kind of my job at that time, was to look like an idiot. Mm. So, anyway. I have a question about your, a bit earlier than that. Yeah. What school did you go to? <laughs> you know the answer to this, I don't know. you? Yeah. So, <laughs> which school do you want to talk about? So, I went So I went to, in high school, I went to Caringbell High. I was the first year of selective, but I make it very clear that if I took the test today, I would not get into that school. <laughs> it was when they were just letting anyone and their mother in. Yeah. Um, and it was not the school for me. And I remember – so this is a fun story. So then I obviously had a leaning towards the arts and drama and, and so I'd heard about this school at Newtown, Newtown High School of the Performing Arts. Yeah. And it was at a time where we were looking at moving and so my mum was like, let's go and check the school out and see what it's like. And I was going to – so this was when I was in year 10 and I was going to go there for year 11 and 12. And the teacher went, what subjects do you do? (laughs) She's like, you can start on Monday. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know about my performing arts? (laughs) And they were like, no. So I went in as an out-of-area and – I can't tell you the culture shock of yeah. like because what had happened the way they formed Newtown High School was they Newtown boys which is one of the toughest schools in the area and um, Petersham girls and they combined them and I think okay. introduced the arts to try and <laughs> subdue the the, the craziness yeah. and I just remember being like what is what is happening like it was just a whole other world like it was yeah. it was a whole other world. Um, so yeah, so that's for three years I went to Newtown High School. How did being a Christian in that 
change or help? Really interesting, actually, because you would think it would be harder, but because they thought they were better than everyone else and more (laughs) evolved and more like, yeah, man, like, you know, that's a cool choice, you know? And so... So it was work before work. Yeah, yeah. It was. They were really respectful of it, and just like, and I'd be like, "Yeah, no, you know, no, I'm, I'm not interested in those drugs." And they'd be like, "I uh, respect your life choice." And I'd be like, <laughs> "Thanks." They really stalk like that. Uh, <laughs> I am thinking it's a, of one girl. It's a parodied it's, version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, and then I just also remember like, and it, I make the joke with the kids now is that. Alice, so then at my friend Alison joined me for year 11 and 12. Oh. And so we were voted couple most likely to get married. <laughs> and so we were our own group and we were our, our own support. And because mm. we were so crazy, it, everyone just thought we were on drugs anyway. And, I, and, we, and this was our joke. We thought we were so cool, which I'm going to tell you this joke and you will know how cool we were. Yeah. Be like, yes, we're high, high on the Holy Spirit. Could you imagine? I would punch myself. <laughs> I'm not joking. I say to the kids, I go, I'm high on the Holy Spirit. And they're like, Mom. I go, that's what you say, kids. I don't say that. I'm but high I, on Jesus. I'm high on Jesus. But I will tell you this story because it's funny. I We went and my mum, funnily enough, was talking. So this is the kind of kid I was. We got invited. Alison and I got invited to this party. And I must have said to her, it's going to be a drug party. And, she, and I was like, but can we go? Yeah. And just this week, my mum was like, I don't know why I said yes. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, and I rang Alison's dad and I said, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, look, their response week and yeah, I let him go. <laughs> and so <clears throat> anyway, so I never forget, there's this terrace in Glebe, three, three tiers. The, pe- the people were doing um, pot in the, so they still call it pot, in the kitchen middle level I think was ecstasy I don't know what they were doing on top anyway my friend and I were very responsible and mm. so we had gone to the local store and gotten um, some chips country kettle chips important for the story and our okay. own soft drink in case people would spike the drinks also yeah. just know kids aren't going to give away their drugs so yeah. it, the drink spiking was not a thing so I'm being me and I'm going around to the party and I'm like would you like some chips would you like some chips would you like some chips you know just trying to you know interact with anyone and they're all just in their own worlds this kid comes up to me and is like mumbling something and I'm like what and he goes I've got money and like throws twenty dollars at me (laughs) and I'm like what and he goes are you the girl selling trips which is what (laughs) ecstasy was called in the day and I was like oh no I've got and like pulled out the packet and went I've got country kettle chips (laughs) (laughs) I went I'm so sorry you've asked the wrong I don't even know like what you're talking like I was like I'm so sorry that's all we have (laughs) he was like I've got like and they were like you should have taken his money I was like I just didn't know what was happening so that's the kind of kid I was okay so what happens when so you go to Carrenby High then you go to Newtown High and then you decide to move to Bathurst yes for university yes why so um, Hang on, oh, sorry. What is your what was your performing arts in Newtown? Dancer, no <laughs> drama. Drama, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I always like to say that, and people go, "What?" Oh yeah, no. It was like interpretive dance. Yeah. Well, we did at the talent. So, if you ever want to see the most intense school talent quest of all time, go to a performing oh, arts high school. Yes. Oh, that would be. So I'll never forget. One of the contestants was a lovely girl who came out in a lemon 
three-piece suit. This is a child in high school and a gold kitten heel and sang The Greatest Love of All with no irony. What's like this song? Sorry. I'm not going to sing it for you. You know no, The no, Greatest no, no. Love of All from Whitney Houston? Oh, probably. Anyway, I'll look a, it up. It's a power ballad. It's a, it's a classic. Okay. Put it in, Dave. Put it in. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a power ballad. I'm not going to sing it because I'll do it. Just, with no irony. So all yeah. these kids. And so... So Alison and I had come from a school where like the talent quest is where you have the fun and you yeah. do, you know, you take the piss and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, no. No. All these kids like. Yeah. Um, out Nathan, to kill it. Out to kill it. And so we did this parody of a dance, like an interpretive dance. And we had one of our friends do the drums <laughs> on the back. And so, and everyone was just like, what? And we finished <laughs> and we like, we started with the thing and then we went into like 80s moves and, every, and at the end there was just this silence and then like a... <laughs> like, what? And you're like, where's the standing O? <laughs> That's right. We're like, well, but this is what a talent quest is. No, not at a performing no. arts high school. Yeah, right. um, and so I wanted to do a course called Theatre Media. And so I guess it goes back to the, you know, like, God look. Yes. I never found anyone who fulfilled my needs. Yeah, it's a great in a, in a three-piece suit. Lemon and a gold kitten heel. I what's can't gold, remember. What's a gold kitten heel? So it's a low heel on a like a, a pointed toe shoe. Okay. I can't remember what I did last week, but I can remember that girl's <laughs> outfit. That's how traumatising yeah. it was. And Nathan Foley, who used to be in High Five, came out in an electric blue suit and sang some jazz number that like we were never coming back from. Like it was just, yeah. it was a lot, right? <laughs> it's just a lot. And, and we're like, throw pie in our face. Like it was just. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. So it was just, yeah. Anyway. Um, and so talking before about, so my dream was to go to Charles Sturt University and do theatre media studies. And so I did this audition. Again, another funny story that I'm going to tell you. So I've one skill, yeah. barely that, which is to be funny or to act or whatever. I had written this piece that was funny but dark um, for my year 12 project. And th that was my audition piece. And then they, the person, so, so we're there waiting for the audition. Someone came out and went, oh, they asked if I could sing. And we're like, what did you say? And, and she was like, I just said I didn't have anything prepared and they kind of moved on. I was like, oh, okay, great. And so I do my piece about – I had to do two pieces and I did the, my, the thing that I'd written and stuff and it's, you know, like you kind of had to be a bit dishevelled and stuff. Anyway, so at the end they're like, and can you do anything else? And I was like – Oh, I can sing. And guess what, guys? I cannot sing. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, can, they, can you sing something for us? And, and I was like, oh, I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> and they went, that's okay. Just make it up. And I was <laughs> like, make it up. So I sang some kind of Hicksville country version of Amazing Grace <laughs> that I don't even know. Even I was like, this is not good. This is yeah. not this is not great. Anyway, and then when I came out, my friend's like, why can't I see your bra strap? I was like, oh, like I hadn't fixed myself up after that. Anyway, <coughs> it was a whole thing. So I got in via audition, but then my marks were terrible. And so I didn't get into the course. Mm. Oh. But I went up there to do an arts degree. And so, uh, like you said, oh, I was shattered. Like I was like, this is my dream. This is my life. This is all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. But I got into the art, so I still went up and went did the arts degree with a thought to bridge across in the next year. And what was actually a blessing was I got up there and I 
hated it. Oh. It was the worst. Like, I remember <laughs> one time we had to do a trust exercise where we all had to fall. Like, you, like, you know, you see yeah. the both like bad movies. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I have a bad back. I'm not, like, I was just like, no, I, I, my back is bad. I can't do that. Like, I just, I hated every moment of it. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, this is not for me. Like, so I'm really grateful. I feel like if I had got into that course, I, I just went, I cannot be this pretentious and, like, I just can't do it for three years. I'd, I'll lose who I am. Mm. And so I came back to Sydney with a view to actually do teaching, but I, I got a job in the school holidays and, and never left. Um, and then that, you know, started my career. So, um, yeah, that was that was my Bathurst experience. But I was – what was the other story? Didn't I say that was a f- – oh, maybe it was – yeah, anyway. That's my well, Bathurst. the only thing I was going to say is that uh, we're at your time of departure. Oh, oh no. So do you want to keep going or do you want to um, – Five more minutes and then we'll go. Should we do a part two? Oh, I would love a part two. Maybe a part two with Luca. I feel like Luca. <laughs> That's the second part of your life. Yeah, yeah it's a sec- that is true. Your son, Luca. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Let's wrap it up. We're going to wrap up the chips for the moment. Part one of Part, part one, one of Nikki and what part a- two will be next week. Can I say, never before have I ever been more truly me and stolen like... I cannot be encapsulated in one podcast. What is wrong with me? Why <laughs> can't I be a normal person? No, I'm. please comment n- below. You're a big enigma. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big something. Enigma, we'll go with that. Well, we're going to be back soon, guys, with Nikki in the ne- in next week. Yes. Uh, having said that, uh, Soul Revival Apparel is going to be available. Oh, wow. So you can check it out on soulrevival.shop. Wow. This is just one of the shirts Very that I'm wearing. Nice. One of the Shock Absorber shirts. There's many other pieces. You can check them out. But um, And also check out the Shock Absorber podcast if you're interested. We also have our digital services. They're all on YouTube, all on your favourite podcast app. But for now, we're going to wrap it up and we'll be back with part two next week.